Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast with your host, Heather Danielle, Psychic Medium. Tune in to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world. All to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around so you can start living a spiritual AF life. The conversation is starting now. Thanks for joining me for this episode because it is going to be a awesome episode if you don't just want to have 2023 to be the best year ever, but you truly want to make this the best life you've ever lived. I am going to give you six things and we're going to talk about them that you can do to make sure that happens. And what I really mean by this is we live more than one life. And some of us might have even lived hundreds of life. It can be pretty freaking crazy when you really start to think about it. And we all came here with learning opportunities. We all came here with basically um, a checklist of things that we wanted to accomplish by the time we pass over and we go over to the other side. And I often think about this every single day because I'm always thinking of when I do cross over and I'm looking at my life. Am I going to regret some of the things I did or didn't do? Am I going to look back and be like, wow, I really harped on that one little thing, or I didn't allow myself to do this because I was scared. And like, how silly is that? And so I'm always trying to push myself into thinking like, okay, I am making Heather the best life I've ever lived. So whoever you are right now, so are you Heather? Are you Tom? Are you Jerry? Like, who are you? And you are playing kind of like this character, um, almost like Dungeons and Dragons, if you're familiar. And so I know I want Heather to live an awesome, amazing, crazy life to where when I go on the other side, my spirit guides, my angels, my past loved ones are like, wow, I cannot believe that you did this. Like, this is amazing. Not only did you check off all of the boxes, but you went above and beyond. Now, I have thought about this for years and years and years. It has been a long time that I started thinking about this concept, and I believe it really has helped me embrace fears and insecurities and move forward. However, recently, I have heard David Goggins talking about this. So if you don't know who David Goggins is, he is the author of You Can't Hurt Me. He was also a Navy SEAL, and he ended up doing a whole bunch of crazy things, and he is just a crazy man, and he is not, to my knowledge anyways, very religious or spiritual. So it's really cool that he thinks the exact same way. And he's been talking about the same kind of concept on some podcasts and radios and whatnot that he's been on. So I just think it's really incredible. And I think that all of us can really appreciate this and think about it more long-term and see it in a bigger picture that we're not just talking about 12 months. We're not just talking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or April, May, June. We are talking about our whole entire freaking life. Now I ask spirit basically to give me some things that will really help um, us out to make sure that we can do this. Okay. And they gave me six things and I can't wait to share them with you. So let's get right to it. Okay. So the very first thing, and this actually kind of does go in order, okay, of importance. But the very first thing is gain a spiritual connection with your spirit guide, okay? Because your spirit guide, and I'm talking about your master spirit guide, 
it, he, he or she is going to be the one that you feel like the closest to that you are like, okay, I know that there is one person on the other side that I can connect with. Now, if you are still like apprehensive about spirit guides and things like that, you can also change it and have it be when your past loved ones. So for me, when my grandma died, like I know that if my grandma was still around on the other side, that she would have my back. So this number one thing can be gain a spiritual connection with one of your past loved ones. And it doesn't necessarily mean you can become a psychic medium and things like that. It's just that you have to, you know, pay attention to the signs from them that you have to, you know, talk to them every day or just gain that spiritual connection. And if you look back on episode 114, so that's 114, um, it talks about your spirit guide and getting their personal sign for them. And you can do the same thing with one of your past loved ones. Okay. So I break it down a little bit more um, in detail into that podcast episode. However, gaining a spiritual connection, okay. Believing in something higher than yourself, getting closer with your higher power it's going to change your life because you're not going to feel so alone. You're always going to feel supported. And when things are crazy, you are going to know that there is something happening behind the scenes. There is a bigger picture involved. You're not going to have so much anxiety. You're not going to have so much stress. And honestly, if you were anything like me, especially before I woke up, like I did not have anyone it seemed like at all in my physical life that I could count on because people were always wanting things from me they were always letting me down there was all these things and I didn't have a ride or die partner or people around me now I do but back then I could have really used a spiritual best friend and here's the thing I know that some of you might be like, wow, Heather, but I can't connect to them. I'm not hearing. I'm not getting signs. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. Go back on that podcast, 114, and tune in. See if that helps at all. But if not, just trust and know that they're there and they can hear you. So when you talk to them, they can hear you. When you ask them to do things for you, you ask them questions, they are hearing you, okay? So that is going to be number one because that spiritual connection is just going oh my gosh, it's really going to help your human life. It's going to make you feel so much easier. It's going to make you feel better about your body. I can't even tell you how many good things. So that is going to be the number one thing that you need to do. If you need any help, okay, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me on Instagram, spiritual underscore Heather Danielle, Heather Danielle Psychic Medium on Facebook or Heather Danielle Medium at gmail.com. Go ahead. We can start a dialogue. I'll help you out, okay? So number two is breaking generational cycles. Isn't this kind of crazy? So you were implanted, if you will, in the family that you're in for a reason. And if you are noticing that your family has had certain fears or certain limiting beliefs, or if they keep on doing the same cycles, this is time for you to break the cycle, okay? And this is going to help you out so much in like if you decide to incarnate again, okay? So this is talking about you break these cycles now. It will have a ripple effect, not just in your family that's living now, but in future generations. And then when you incarnate again, you are not gonna have to worry about doing that challenge again and breaking that cycle because you broke it in this life, okay? If whatever you don't learn in this life that you're supposed to, then you are going to have to overcome it sometime. So probably be the next life. So a couple of them that I can give you specific examples about is my family has like a really big fear of heights. I know it sounds kind of crazy. 
it's so bad that I have um, a two-story house and my aunt came over and she was just like freaking out going up the stairs. It kind of is like a kind of like a winding staircase, but only like half. It's it's really nothing. It's really not that big at all. But she was like freaking out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a sign that I need to come overcome my fear of heights. Now I'm doing better. I'm getting a little bit better. It's still there. But I know that if I don't get over this fear, then guess what? I'm going to have to deal with the next life. And it's kind of funny because you wonder where it comes from and there is no meaning towards it. Maybe it was something that happened in a previous life and you know, it traumatized me and now it traumatized my whole family. Who knows? Maybe we were involved in some accident in a former life that was up high or we fell from up high and that's how we passed. And that's the reason why that my family has this fear. And it's like every single freaking person in my family like has this fear. It's insane. So I'm getting a little bit better on it. And I want you to reflect and to see if how you are doing, if you are noticing some of these cycles within your own family, and if you are able to possibly break some of these um, cycles. So another one too, with my family is they really have a problem with money mindset. You know, they truly grew up um, with families and, you know, with their own parents talking about money doesn't grow on cherries and things like that. And it is so sad. It's like almost like some of them are still living in the great depression where it's like, they don't have like, this is going to be the last dollar that they ever get, even though they have family and friends around them that will give them money and stuff like that. It's so crazy. And it was hard for me, obviously growing up in my young adulthood to have a positive, I have to say relationship with money. And that is because I was taught money doesn't grow on trees. There's not enough money to go around. You need to spend as little as possible because you will not have enough money. Like there will never be enough. And that's a limiting belief. And so what happened was when I started going down my spiritual path, I was like, wait a second. I started learning about money mindset and it's like, you know, where your attention goes, energy flows. So I went ahead and I started thinking like, what if I could make more? What if? I could get a job to where I could make more money. And no joke, this is literally what happened. I decided to apply for a job. I had anxiety. I was about to throw up applying for this job. And this job would have doubled my income. And guess what happened? I ended up getting the job. Now I wanted to like throw up. I wanted to like, oh my gosh, I wanted to die. I wanted to faint. I just wanted to get knocked out because this brought up so many different emotions because I felt like I wasn't good enough to make that kind of money that, you know, I, I don't even know that the, the, that's a rich people. I'm not rich. You know? And so I got used to that. I got used to making that kind of money and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited because I was also starting to have a career in my family. They don't have careers. And that was one thing that I always wanted. I always wanted a career instead of, you know, just working at like a store and there's nothing wrong working at stores. Like, oh my gosh, if you're like a customer service representative at some store and things like that, that is freaking awesome. Like, You go, my gosh, you have such a hard job. But I wanted something to where it, it would require me to have a schooling behind it and things like that. I think it was just to see if I could um, prove to myself. And guess what happened? I ended up going ahead and getting another job that doubled that income. Is that not insane? And so here I am breaking these generational 
cycles within my family and then they are noticing it and then what starts to happen is that it helps them out because all of a sudden they're starting to notice and see how my life is changing and how they're able to do it too and a lot of it is mindset and believe me if you ask anybody in my family that you know that's been around my whole entire life and things like that they will tell you I was such an underdog like I was not the person I am now. I was not the confident, awesome person who was surrounded by good people. I was the one that was like probably the most victimized and the one that was, you know, probably the poorest. And I couldn't even go to my uncle's funeral because I didn't have gas money. Right. So I know what it's like. And I know what it's like to all of a sudden see the effect that you overcoming these cycles can have within your family. And guess what? It's only going to get better because it is going to help you out with your next life and also with their next life. So think about it. Are they always going through and dating different people and never settling down? Is that a cycle that you, like, you need to break? Are they really unhealthy and they have really unhealthy eating habits or they don't take care of their bodies or whatever that is? Go ahead and see if you can break the cycle. And if you are breaking the cycle, that is freaking amazing because you don't know the ripple effect that you are creating. Now, there might be some generational cycles too that it's harder to break and that's okay. Be gentle with yourself. You don't see me going off and going skydiving right now, do you? No, because honestly, I don't think that will help. I think I will be scared and I will go skydiving. I will say I did it, but it's not going to help me overcome my fear of heights. I'm going to have to take little small steps and keep on going. And you might have to do that too, all right? So we're going to move on to number three, and this is a really good one, okay? Really, really good. I absolutely love this. When Spirit told me this, I'm like, yes, I need to get back to this too, and that is going to be living the four agreements, okay? So if you don't know the four agreements, it is actually a book. Oh my gosh, it is like a life-changing book, and it is by Don Miguel Ruiz, R-U-I-Z. I I totally butchered that name. All right, so here are the four agreements. The first one is be impeccable with your word. And it says, speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word to offer love. Never use it as to cause fear and pain to another or to yourself. This is be impeccable with your word. So no more talking crap about yourself, okay? No more saying about how things aren't working out. No more of that. You are only going to use your words for positive things. This is going to be life-changing. The second one is don't take anything personally. And it says nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a result of their own dream or perception of their rules. We all make rules about how things should be. But when you are immune to the opinions and the actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Oh my gosh, that one right there is already life-changing. It will just change your world. If you're anything like me, maybe you have been through a lot of things in your life, a lot of challenges, a lot of traumas. And what happens is that it makes you more subtle, like more sensitive to people's little cues and 
you know, a little behavior and you already, you think to yourself like, oh my gosh, should I do something wrong? What's wrong with me? They didn't like it. And so many of us get caught in that trap and we don't realize that what the other person was saying, doing their grunt, their groan, their body language, we're so used to people being either like passive aggressive and not saying what they mean that we think that it's about us. And we think it's about something wrong with us when it's not, it's a reflection on them, whether or not they were even thinking about you or not, that's on them. That's not on you. So with this one, it's really about knowing and thinking and believing that you have your own perception of life, of the way that it works. And so do other people. And they may never think and feel the same way as you. And that's okay. Just whatever it is that comes out, no, that's not a reflection on you. So if you try something new, maybe you start a business, maybe things fail, that kind of stuff. It's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on the technique that you use, on the product that you use. It's not on you. So it's really cool when you let yourself off of the hook and you're like, wow, I am not responsible for all these things. You are only human. And so know that we were not meant to be perfect. Okay, so moving on to number three of the four agreements is don't make assumptions. Find the quiet courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clear as you can to avoid misunderstanding, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. No doubt, okay? And if you have anybody in your life that is like my husband, like he is a non-assumption person at all, like to a fault. Like it's it's kind of annoying. It's like, you can't assume what I thought. No, I can't. Like he is 100%. He doesn't even have that ability to assume. And you might think like, oh, they didn't want to hang out with me. And now all of a sudden you're assuming that it's because of X, Y, and Z. So it's like, no, don't make assumptions. So anytime that you are living your life, it's like, oh, well, he didn't come give me a kiss. So he doesn't like me. He didn't text back or she didn't text back or they didn't, whatever it is. Don't assume anything and just flat out ask the person be like, Hey, I seen that you, you know, didn't call me and you said you were, and I didn't know if I did anything to offend you instead of just assuming that they don't like you anymore. They don't want to be friends with you, et cetera, et cetera. So don't make assumptions, ask them, be flat out. And I know that some people don't like, you know, the confrontation and that's fine. Save with sweetness, but it's going to definitely just make your life so much easier. And then number four is always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse and regret. Yes. And I really want to emphasize the self-abuse. So if any, you know, um, type A personalities out there, any people who are just perfectionists and things like that. Oh man, that is tough. And I'm just going to tell you a story really quick. I was taking a test and I didn't do as good on it as I wanted. And I was crying to my husband on the phone and I was just so sad about this. And he was like, did you do your best? And I'm like, yeah, I think I did. And he was like, no, did you do your best? And I'm like, man, I studied, I did this and that and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, I actually do think I did my best. And he was like, then you have nothing to worry about then. It's okay if you didn't do perfect. It's okay if you didn't get an A. It's okay for any of that because you did your best. And what I love in this four agreements is your best is going to change from moment to moment. And so many times too, we get hard on ourselves because maybe we weren't the perfect parent or we weren't the perfect friend or the perfect spouse and that kind of stuff. And you need to give yourself some grace. You are a human in this crazy freaking world, okay? And all you can do is your best. And sometimes you're going to look back on yourself and you're going to be like, man, was that truly my best? Maybe it was at the time because maybe you didn't realize how tired you were. Maybe you didn't go through some of those challenges that changed you back then, you know, and now you're a little bit different. 
but just kind of going forward, noticing, am I doing my best? And if you are, then let yourself off the hook. Just because we're parents, grandparents, just because we're an aunt and uncle and we're an authority figures and, you know, authority um, positions does not mean all of a sudden we have all the answers. We were not given a tech manual when we came down here. So have some grace, be nice with yourself and always do your best. And no, sometimes it ain't going to look so good. Your best might not be so great. And that's okay because you were human. All right, number four, this is kind of an interesting one, but I think that everybody should do it. And that is get your astrology birth chart read. And the reason being is because it will give you so much insight into your life. It will give you so many answers and it will also pinpoint maybe some of the toughest times in your life, some of the most monumental times that you've already went through or that you are going to go through. And I've even done astrology birth charts where it shows a relationship with me and my son. And I think that's great too, because then you can actually see why other people were brought into your life. And I think it's really amazing and you can actually get them done for free too. So if you can just, you just Google your birth chart, it is very helpful to know the time you were born. So definitely the date, the time you were born, I will see if I can put a couple of by a professional astrologist is going to be even more life-changing because they connect all of the dots and it's, it's remarkable. And what will happen is you can also see some of the attributes, some of the characteristics that will help you see why you came down here, some of the things that you overcame and when they're supposed to happen. And that's the reason why that it's going to help you make this the best life you ever lived, because it's another tool. It's another tool to show you, to help you reflect and to help you make this the best life ever. Okay. Number five is mere work. Mm. So if you don't know what mirror work is, I'm going to tell you really quick, and then we're going to get into some of the juice of it. So mirror work is basically the concept where people around you are your mirrors. So when you meet someone, just pretend instead of the face, there's going to be a mirror and it's reflecting back to you. And it's kind of a fun game because if everybody is your mirror, then that means that you can, that everybody else is also noticing that same thing. So you're a mirror to others. So if somebody gets upset at you about something, then you know that you're their mirror, that that is hitting a chord with them. That is insecurity of something that they don't feel good about within themselves. So, and that's what it is. So a mirror is going to show you things about yourself and it can show you good things too. So if you are with someone, let's say I just, you know, someone approached me and all of a sudden they start talking about a topic and all of a sudden I get really happy about it. That means that that topic brings me joy, whatever it is. I absolutely love it. Maybe I can't stop talking about it. But if that same person comes up and they bring up another topic and then all of a sudden I start getting like maybe sad or insecure and things like that, my anxiety starts rising, that's because that person is still my mirror and they are showing me that now I am insecure in that area. So like a couple of things, examples that I can give is this person comes up and they start talking to me about heights 
and they start talking to me right about a roller coaster ride they went on or this ferris wheel and things like that all of a sudden i might start feeling like a little bit skittish like i might feel like okay i can never do this and uh, how come they can do it and i can't and that sounds like fun and all of a sudden i'm going down this rabbit hole and that is because they are showing me that i have insecurities with my fear of heights However, they can come up to me and they start, um, maybe they start bashing psychic and mediumship abilities. Maybe they're talking about how, you know, this is devil's work or whatever, or it's not real and it's all scams and that kind of stuff. I am not going to feel anxiety. I am not going to feel fear. You know, if they're not being buttheads about it, I won't feel angry or anything. I'm not, I'm going to feel completely fine and content. I might even feel like I want to laugh a little bit. And that's showing me that I am totally 100% secure in my spiritual ways, in the psychic and mediumship abilities specifically. And I remember I wasn't always that way. Anytime that someone would bring that up, I would all of a sudden get like choked up and stuff like that, want to change the subject and things because that person is reflecting my insecurities of, you know, the spiritual realm. And I actually brought it up on coffee and cards recently. And I feel like it's a really good example. So I'm going to say it here, but my sister is really a big, big picture person. So she get she's actually in photography too. And she used to do like pictures and things and she will get her family's picture taken every year. And she's always taking pictures like on their birthdays and Christmases and everything like that. If you want some pictures, like she is the picture person. And me, I don't feel I want more pictures in my life, but then I have people in my life that are like making fun of people who take pictures and things like that. And so now all of a sudden, if you, my sister, sorry, if my sister came up, you know, to someone and they were like, hey, taking pictures is stupid, you know, and, you know, they start just ragging on, on pictures. My sister is probably going to be like, what? So what? Like, she's not going to care. She's literally not going to care because she is completely 100% content in her picture taking. Like people could be like, wow, you take too many pictures. And she'd be like, okay, so what? <laughs> like I am, you know, what is it called? Recording my memory. So I'm totally happy. But now if someone came up to me and they were like, Heather, you take too many pictures. You know, I would just be like, oh my God, you're right. Like I need to put my phone away. I need to never take pictures again. And all my pictures suck anyways, because they are reflecting onto me an insecurity that I have. So when you look around and you are having conversations with people and all of a sudden they are you know, saying something and you get this bad feeling like, oh God, like, and that you notice that they're hitting a chord. They're hitting that chord for a reason. And if you can overcome this and you can really perfect like the mirror work, then guess what? That is going to be less things that you have to go through in a different life. And not only just that, but it's going to make your life, the rest of your life that you're living right now, a lot more easier. And so that's why it's also going to help you make this the best life you've ever lived, because it's going to just get better and better and better. Because people say this all the time, when you get older, you care less, okay? You're not wrapped around the axle so much about what people think and et cetera, et cetera. And because of that, it's like you get such freedom and you get a little more happiness as you get older. Well, you don't have to wait, you know, for the clocks to tick down and for you to finally be in your 50s or 60s or however old to finally feel like, okay, I'm done with people's BS and I can actually be myself. No, you don't need to do that. What you can just do is look around for the mirrors and being like, okay, that's what I need to work on. 
And so for me right now, working on it is going to be the picture thing. And that might seem so ridiculous to you, or maybe you have something else. Our own little mirrors that we are given, if you will, our own little challenges, you know, those are going to be different for everybody. All right, number six, and I hope that you are loving these so far. And this one you have heard probably a zillion times, all right? But this is going to be a zillion and one. And that is to make this the best life you've ever freaking lived, okay? You are going to have to hone in on your manifesting abilities, okay? Because if you can hone in and really do well with manifesting, you can truly create your dream life right now. Isn't that insane? So manifesting is all about focusing on what you do want and then putting the energy towards it and then taking inspired action. Now, the biggest and the hardest part of manifesting, and this is literally where I'm at right now, is what do you want? Okay, I'm literally like um, on, in that movie, um, come on, you, you guys know exactly what movie I'm talking about, where he's like, what do you want? The notebook, okay? The notebook. What do you want? That to me is the hardest part. If you could truly have the life that you want, what would it look like? And I know we all say, oh, on the beach, sipping margaritas, and I never get fat and blah, 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 blah. But that's a meaningless life. Because when you cross over to the other side, it's going to be awesome that you enjoyed the beach and you experienced that. But a lot of us are going to be like, man, I really did what I made a difference in other people's lives. I made a couple people happy. I left the world with more love than I found it. I overcame a lot of my challenges and traumas. You know, I totally just embraced the freaking moment. I went wild. I went crazy. Or I was finally able to experience what it's like to, you know, either have a family or to be at home and just soak up the vibration of all of the family members that I have. And maybe that's what it is. Or maybe it's going to be, you know, that you created something that's going to help the world. You know, maybe you'll be on Shark Tank, or maybe it's just going to be that you were actually able to be appreciative and, you know, of items that you had in your life and you got to experience some of the material world. And so going ahead and really thinking about what would you truly want? What do you want your legacy to be when you are on your deathbed? And you are truly reflecting on the kind of life that you had. What do you want to see? And maybe it is that you were tan and you were thin and you were just drinking margaritas on the beach. Maybe that's what you would want to see. But I know a lot of us, if we really just went a little bit deeper, we we're going to be like, man, I really did. I helped so-and-so. I did this. Like, I really did a lot of these things in my life that I wanted to do. So Let's try some of these manifesting abilities, okay? So like I said, the biggest thing is going to find out what in the world you do want, all right? So checkbox, okay? You know what you want. Next thing is, is you're going to have to put more energy towards whatever you want. They say that going ahead and holding a thought for seven seconds is awesome, but the longer you hold it, the more that you can bring it into your physical reality. Now, Think about that. What other ways that you can get more energy into it, right? Can you put alarms on your phone? Can you write about it every day? Can you talk about it on social media? Talk about it with your friends, you know, have an accountability person to help hold you accountable for that. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take inspired action. Inspired is in spirit. And you have to like look around, okay, what other 
other things am I being guided to do? So like when I went and I jumped from one job to the other job that doubled my income, I went ahead and I felt guided to apply for it, even though I didn't feel like I was worthy or I was qualified enough, but I still did it. And then when I went from the job that doubled that income, I went ahead and I was like, okay, what do I need to do? And I looked around and I tried to see the steps. If the steps aren't there, you can ask spirit to make them more clear. You can wait a little bit. And sometimes you might have to look around and see if there's another area of your life you have to take care of first before that door closes so another one can open, okay? And so then what you're going to do is honestly keep on doing it. It's a cycle. So I have already manifested everything that I truly wanted. You know, I have like amazing husband and I have a beautiful house and my son is happy. And so now it's like, what is going to be the next for me? What is going to be that next level? So I'm going to have to start all over again. Okay, what is it do I want? Okay, then put more energy towards it. All right, got that down. And I'm going to take inspired action. And it really truly is that easy. And what we just have to keep in mind, though, is if it does not come, it's not coming for a reason. That means that there's something better coming along for you. And I love what Gabby Bernstein says. And she always says, too, it's either this or something better. I think that is a wonderful, wonderful note to leave off of. And I hope that you freaking loved this episode. I loved creating it. And don't forget to see me on Sunday for coffee and cards where I'll give the free little mini readings and we will sip on our coffee and we will have a great time. So I will see you actually on Sunday. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast with Heather Danielle, Psychic Medium. We hope you loved this episode. Make sure you've subscribed and we'll see you back here next Wednesday.